What it do, what it do, what it do. Welcome to the Blackout Podcast presented by Black City Media. I'm here with my fellow co-host, Sid, out of Fort Worth. Ew. <laughs> Chase out of Austin. <laughs> What's going on? And Jalen out of LA. Hello. Here. We got some interesting things to talk about. So without further ado. What is so yeah. funny? Everybody's just <laughs> giggling. Like, what is so funny? That your it took me there. It was a lot. <laughs> it was the Every year time. for you. Nah, that's well, my little. <laughs> oh that's that's my little thing. That's my little thing. But so <clears throat> to start off today, to start off this episode, we're gonna we're gonna dip a little bit into sports. So as everybody's aware, um, COVID nineteen is still a thing, whether you hear about it or not. And in the sports world, people are uh, reacting to it different. Due to the dangers of the virus, uh, several athletes um, in several different sports have decided to opt out of their upcoming seasons for obviously health reasons. Uh, for instance, in the MLB, Arizona Diamondbacks right handler Mike Leake, as well as Washington Nationals infielder Ryan Zimmerman and teammate Joe Ross have decided to opt out of their 2020 MLB season. Um, There is a video out that we will insert right here. After much consideration with my family, I have decided to opt out of the 2020 college football season and began preparing for the 2021 NFL draft. I am opting out due to uncertain health conditions and regulations and all the other opt-outs going on in football right now. I tragically lost my mother, Robin, January 2nd, 2018 to an illness, and I cannot afford to lose another parent or loved one. Though the competitor in me badly wants to play this season, I cannot ignore what's going on in my heart, and I must make the decision that brings me the most peace. So thank you, Virginia Tech, my coaches, teammates, and anyone else who has supported me in the past. I wish you all the best, and stay safe, and God bless. Former George, I mean, former former Virginia Tech uh, cornerback Caleb Farley's, uh, he announced that he'd be opting out of his college football season to train and turn pro and get ready for the upcoming draft or next year's draft. Um, as well as that, well, training camps around the NFL. Wait, say that again? So he's gonna, so he's just gonna go straight to, uh, straight to the draft, like straight to training crowd, training camp. Yeah, just cut the whole season out and go straight to pretty much fast forward through August, all the way into March and April, pretty much in April, May. I think, I think the draft is in April, um, April and May. And he's pretty much fast forwarding it there. He's dedicating his time to working out and getting ready for that, for like the combine and then the draft. So that's a big, that's a big leap. I thought, <laughs> I thought the leap. combine was coming up like, like sooner than April. No, I thought that was coming sooner no, than that. The NFL draft normally comes around April, May-ish. Yeah, it's um, around April. The uh, combine well, is around. Well, see, like, I stopped paying it. I stopped paying attention to the NFL. Like after the whole, like once the whole Kaepernick situation started arising, like I stopped paying attention. Like, 
it was like a mental thing for me. Like it just like exited out of the brain type of type of scenario. Yeah, it was a bad taste in my mouth. Pause, but yeah. I mean, well, like Cameron said before, like how there's multiple sports. It's not just like football. Um, often got of their seasons. I mean, don't you think that these corporations should just, you know, cancel the whole season altogether so that nobody is losing anything? See, that's so. what I thought. That's what I thought was going to happen regardless. Because if players are opting out, then they aren't going to really have many players to pick from or have play in the actual games. So that's less players that they can make money off of. Sorry. Right. I don't I don't think and they then should. that's an uh-uh. opportunity that, you know, especially like college football players and college sport college, people in college who play sports who are trying to turn pro, that's an opportunity that they're missing out because that like I don't know, wouldn't that like affect their stats in their highlights? Not really. Um well yeah. Um I mean yo it'll affect their like player card. You know, they'll be missing a year or something like that. I mean, we'll give it this bizarre situation that the, that the world is going, you know, uh, globally is going through right now. I mean, it's, it's kind of a bizarre situation, but, but still, I don't think they should cancel the season. Uh, I should, I think they should implement the same situation or same system or style style that the uh, NBA used. You know, giving players, you know, the option, you know, if you don't want to play, you know, it's cool. You know, if you want to opt out the season and stuff like that and mm-hmm. then leave it up to the owners to figure it, figure their roster out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, I feel like it's all I feel like it's all a choice, but I feel like the main determining factor of whether somebody is going to opt out or not is money. What do you mean? They make money off of each. They make money off of each game they play. Exactly, but they do. But this is college, though. Right now, in college, they don't get paid for anything. It's pretty much. But you know, they're also exactly. But I feel like football players who are on scholarships. Mm. So technically, they are getting paid. It just really speaks volumes to how serious the situation really is. Um, Mm -hmm. in the video, if well. You've listened to it by now. But in the video, he talks about how his mother died a few years ago, pretty much from health complications. And that's another driving force of pretty much why he's choosing to do this. He doesn't want to affect anyone else in his family and potentially lose yeah. them, which is completely understandable. But I mean, it just speaks yeah. volumes to how serious um, COVID is. And I mean, it's college. He's pretty much forfeit. He's forfeiting the entire season, which is either. Well, did his? Well, did his? Well, this is. Well, I'm sorry. Not. To, well, continue. I'm sorry. No. Well, it's pretty. It's pretty much just you know another year for him to get his stats up, another year for him to get recognized and just put himself out there. I mean, it's it's kind of a big thing. You're not guaranteed to grow pro. This is true. Yeah, this is true. I mean, everybody, everybody's been in sports before. I mean, I used to play. I used to hope and and all that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I feel that. But Mm -hmm. I mean, so does he have a, so I wonder, does he have a, does he feel like he could possibly catch it? But then again, I mean, well, actually, no, let me, let me take that state. Let me take my statement back. I feel like anybody could catch it. I mean, 
I mean, given you know the numbers, it's it's it, it's mm. not prejudice to anybody. <laughs> so, yeah. but uh, I mean, and then these are also contact sports, so. Football is a contact sport, and so is basketball. True. I'm not sure about baseball more so. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah there's all a contact sport. Yeah, it's, con- it's some contact in baseball. So they're going to be more subjected to it because, like, you know, a lot of people can have it but don't know that they have it, and then they can pass it on, and then that's the way it spreads. Are, le- are they allowing audiences at these games? Hey, real quick, um, I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to touch the pros and then we're going to talk about all of that. We're going to get into that real quick. Um, okay. With the NFL training camps around the NFL just opened up this past Tuesday and the NFL and the NFL's Player Association agreed on working conditions in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, The options available to players uh, in the agreement is the ability to opt out of the 2020 season. Obviously, players who opt out will receive $150,000 for the year. Players who are considered high risk will receive $350,000 for the year. On the other hand, um, also in the pro world, NBA and Disney has partnered up, have partnered up to keep sports going at, at the Disney World Resort. They call it the bubble. Um, family and guests won't be, will not be welcomed to the resort until seating games in the first round of the playoffs are completed. Teams no longer have home court advantage nor will they have fans in the stands. Each player was to quarantine uh-huh. in his room for more than 24 hours and complete two negative COVID-19 tests. Masks are required in every public situation except for practices and games. The players stay in, at this bubble, the players stay in one of the one of the three deluxe hotels, the Grand Destino Tower in, at Colorado Springs, the Grand, the Grand Floridian, and the Yacht Club. Mm. Uh, So they're taking extra precautions mm -hmm. in order to make sure, ensure the player's safety. Well, I mean, so, I mean, given of what I've seen on like, on certain, like a bunch of sports networks, I mean, so far, I mean, it looks like uh, a college environment. If, if you ask me, like, like basketball camp, kind of kind of similar to that environment so i feel like they'll be straight i mean if anything they'll just be taking a taking drawing back if anything of the scenario i mean it's peculiar and it's it's different uh just because they're not in their arena and they would normally want to play with fans i mean if i was in the nba i would want to play with i would want to play in front of fan, in front of fans i mean especially my fans especially if they pay to see me uh they pay you know these, you know, these owners to see me, you know, perform. I mean, of course, I want to do my thing in front of them. Um, but I'm pretty sure with the situation that they got going on with the bubble and all that, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident they're gonna make do. I mean, the fans are gonna pay, you know, whatever to see, you know, see them perform regardless. So they're gonna do what they got to do best while still making sure that uh, they get their message out that there's justice for Breonna Taylor. I mean, really, as long as they figure out, I mean, it's, I guess it's cool to uh, to figure out an alternative to keep sports going. Because, I mean, it's, right now it's kind of really boring out there. 
in the world um, without sports. But I mean, as long as they can figure out a so safe and productive way to go along with carrying sports on, and you're not having to, you know, take resources from other people, uh, limit the rest of the public because you know y'all are trying to get charged. But then, I mean, I'm I'm guess I'm cool with it uh, as long as y'all <laughs> make sure y'all handling y'all business. All right. Facts. But. All right, y'all. Any other thoughts on that? I mean, I feel like it's all being rushed. I don't think we should mm-hmm. be rushing to move so fast to open up like businesses, starting sports again, schools. I don't. I don't think there should be any rush. Right. I'm kind of shocked that they, because I understand like wanting to play. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like. I was kind of thrown back that they're even allowing the games to go on, considering everything else that's been shut down. But I mean, that's interesting. I don't know. Uh, any other thoughts? Nope. Nope. Let's get it going. So now we're gonna get <laughs> on to the real talk, y'all. So I don't know. <laughs> real talk know with the blackout you. crew. Yeah, it's time. It's, it's, it's real talk now. It's getting serious. So, oh, I don't know if everybody out there is aware, but uh, on the night of July 25th, during the Black Lives Matter protest in downtown Austin, Texas, Garrett Foster, a Caucasian male, was fatally shot. Allegedly, it was reported that a car drove into a crowd of protesters and shots rang out. The police said in a press conference Sunday that they had received a 911 call after the shooting from someone claiming they had shot someone at a protest who had approached their vehicle and pointed a rifle at them, which in this instance was a uh, Garrett Fisher, allegedly. Police brought this person and another inv- individual who claimed they fired back at the vehicle as it drove away in for questioning. Police confiscated both of their handguns, but both individuals have been released. Both had concealed handgun licenses. Police said the victim may have been carrying a rifle, AK-47, that's what was reported, and approached the suspect's vehicle. In Texas, it is legal to carry a weapon in public without a permit as long as it's not um, done in a manner calculated to alarm. Any thoughts? Yeah, I saw, like whenever the article you sent is showed that, well, because you know how like these protests turned violent, like in a second, like real quickly. And he was like, since, you know, it's make they make it seem like uh, protesters don't have the right to protest, even though that's part of our First Amendment rights. Um, that he should he felt that he needed to exercise some form of his rights, which was the Second Amendment, where it's an open carry state. Texas is an open carry state. Um, and it also said that him and a group of other friends also were at the protests and that he would he him and his fiance, Whitney Mitchell. Um, mm-hmm. She's a quadruple amputee. So, you know, she's in a wheelchair because they were in the army. Well, they were in the military. They served in the military. Um, 
and they've been attending protests uh, for over 50 days because um, they are an interracial couple so that they so they experience racism as a couple which is the reason why they were there and then you know the violence and everything and just he his whole thing was not to threaten everybody but it was to protect the protesters because they weren't being protected at the protests which was why other people uh, along with him were carrying rifles it wasn't just him everybody in this situation was pretty much doing everything legally with the exception of of course the shooting all guns were legal. All guns was in name. All guns were licensed. Everything. My question is, like, were there any like eyewitnesses that actually seen him point the rifle into the car? They, um, I've seen a video of the car. So pretty, pretty much, I'm gonna paint the scene for you. It was, I guess, the car was at a red light, and it was in the the right hand lane to make a right on red. And mm-hmm. in that crosswalk, it's at an intersection. In that crosswalk, the protesters are walking across the street to the right of the car where you would make that right, that right turn at a red light. And mm-hmm. on the video, you see the the car pretty much just fly through the um, the crowd of protesters. And then you start, I mean, you don't hear the shooting, but you start seeing people run. Hmm. So basically, he tried to say that he was being threatened, which is why he shot at him. A typical all lives matter move. But he basically drove through the crowd of protesters. Yeah. While they were walking. Yeah. And crossing the street. My thing Mm -hmm. is, like, who are going to protect these people out protesting if the police won't do it and people are out here doing reckless shit. And pretty much there's been protests like combating, like pretty much yeah, combating the Black Lives Matter movement. And those have gotten violent and they didn't have any protection because guess what? The police were on the other people's side, the, the attacker's side. So... I mean, I feel like shit like this happens way too often. Way, way too, too often. often. And then whenever somebody screams, I was being threatened or I f- feared for my life in this situation, that is like, you just finna give them a slap on the wrist because they literally just killed an innocent person. Pretty who much. was literally just trying to protect people. Like people can drive their cars into a large crowd of protesters and kill a bunch of people and they get a slap on the wrist. It's kind of like making it seem like it's okay for right. people to just do whatever the fuck they want. It just exposes the privilege more to me, like each and every time something like this happens to where Notice how he just kind of threw it around, like, oh, he did this to me, but there was no proof. It was just kind of thrown out there and hope to be and believed then, because. And then it was said that, status. like, another person was, like, in the car that fired the shots. Mm-hmm. Which is also wow. skeptical. Like, the whole thing is shady to me, but I feel like they just want to get off 
like I mean, they normally do. I think the whole situation is ironic, and I guess I'm just looking at it from a different standpoint because I just kind of want to see where it goes. Um, because in any other situation, in in this situation, oh, a white man happened to be the person to be killed in this situation, which isn't fine at all. Other situations, it's a black person that's killed, and the excuse of, um, I felt threatened. That's always been thrown around. And then that person gets pretty much caked. They pretty much, you know, come to their defense and pretty much like, oh, well, he threatened him. He should have just, he should have just got on the ground or he should have just left him alone or he should have stopped yelling or something. Now I want to see if they're going to do the same thing to this person who was driving a car through a crowd. Are they going to try to defend, you know, who, I don't know if the person was black and white and black or white in the car, but are they going to try to defend the person in the car and say, oh, you were driving by people with a shitload of guns um, in a state where people can walk around with guns and, you know, it'd be completely legal. You know, you, you, you drove by, you pretty much tried to run over some people and, you know, you were in fear of your life. So you're justified for doing this. I want to see if it's going to get that type of look the same way another that, thing you know, is, it was a black guy to die. Another thing is, is that, you know, how people are like saying all lives matter. And then like, you know, for us, black lives matter, but you know, we care about other people too. Like, you know, that we're not the, I already know we're not the only ones facing injustices like this. And, you know, being mistreated by other citizens and our neighbors like this. And you know how people are saying all lives matter. I'm like, okay, when are you going to start rallying behind your own people and standing by what you say? Because just because he's not black doesn't mean that he didn't matter. His life didn't matter. Just because... Because there was another incident where a white little a little white boy had got killed in like a traffic stop by a police officer because they thought that they saw a wet him reach for a weapon. I don't know. It was really stupid. Like the boy was like six years old, but no, like you'd never hear about that because they don't say they don't say anything about their people. But it happens to almost everybody more so black people but it happens to everybody everybody gets harassed everybody gets treated unequally but if all lives matter then like why are you not rally- why are you not as upset as everybody else when shit like because this happens the, I feel like the all lives matter agenda is not about that <laughs> it's it more so be. about it should it be should be all lives but that's all not lives include black lives latino lives literally Asian all lives. lives yeah yeah but so. i feel like that whole that whole i won't even call it a movement it's just that that's not where it came from like that's not where it originated it came to basically go against or um take away from the black lives matter movement so that's why I'm saying like people it's it's not going to be that way, even though we should expect it to be or we have like hopes that it would be. But it's not. 
obviously we wouldn't be marching in the streets or complain, not even complaining, but upset about what's going on with us if all of our lives mattered. I mean, that's the fucked up thing about it, though. I'm just like, I feel like everybody should be angered <laughs> by shit that's happening. Some people aren't angry when they feel like it doesn't necessarily affect them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you, this is the world we live in. Any other thoughts on this particular situation? Because I have one more situation to get this away. Go for it. I think I think we I think we, I think they everybody I think pretty I think everybody yeah much, I think we're good yeah I, I think, think everybody good. pretty much like said said everything <laughs> so I'm with all that <laughs> I'm with all that I think we're kind of exhausted <laughs> yeah, I think that's why we're so it's like we're tiring. so it's, really it's tiring. tiring to talk about it I was gonna say that but I was like I don't want to kill the vibe but it's just like even we have to discuss it but it's just like we're so used to seeing stuff like this all the time that it's like it's what else you say it's regular it's regular unfortunately at this point it's very depressing yeah and you know but you know what hey in the words of dave chappelle uh people are getting a really good look at themselves lately (laughs) Uh, mm-hmm. white white people, you know, yeah. white people are getting a, a good reflection of what it used to be like for us. You know, we, right. mm-hmm. you know, we have unfortunate, we have an, an unfortunate history of getting lashed and publicly abused and killed in front of everybody, mm-hmm. and now white people are starting it's to see. The karma. Yeah, white people are starting to see it migrate onto their side of now. But I'm like, you don't you know? see you don't see them protesting behind their own kind of people, like their own people. No. I don't understand why this hasn't even gotten any publicity. Well, I mean, what is there what is there for them to protest when they when they have everything? You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, we I told my mom equity. we were we having have any equity. And that's what we're fighting for. Right. We're trying to get that. Equity. I was telling my mom earlier. I was telling her earlier how like when you think about it, looking at it from like a white gaze, if you had to navigate the world in that way, like you just don't think about the things that we as black and brown people have to even consider. Like walking through the world as a white person, they don't even have to think about race. It's not something that is a thought process for them, especially on the daily. Whereas for us, it's integrated into our daily lives. So imagine how different we're living and operating. Of course, they're not looking because it doesn't matter to them or it doesn't affect them in any way. So why should I have to care if all my life I've been told that this is just the way that things are going to be? Wow. It's crazy. So let me hit y'all with some more depressing shit, unfortunately. (laughs) <laughs> two days oh I'm ready days. for it I'm not Damn. Uh, two days after the Austin this, this is about to be one sad um, this, this already about to be a sad podcast like, give us some good sad. news please I'm already like I'm already dry and dead right now like I feel like 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 plain potato chips at this like at this point <laughs> Like unsalted ladies. We need to uplift we're, we're, the vibration. We need some good news in, in, in 2020. Like, we need some good news. Shit, we can't. I mean, can't, good news. You can't do a flavor. 
we can't deflate from what's really happening. Uh, this time. Mm-hmm. Good news, we're in our seventh episode, so we're making progress. Right, black, progress. black success. Seven yes. strong, seven strong. <laughs> seven right. strong. All right, child, let me hit y'all with this real quick. <sighs> Two days after the Austin protest shooting, Austin police released a video of a shooting of Mike Ramos. Earlier this year, on the evening oh. of April 24th, someone had called 911 claiming they saw two people doing drugs in the car. The reason why you should mind your own business. About eight officers of the Austin Police Department were dispatched to the apartment complex where Mike Ramos had recently moved. When officers arrived, they cornered Ramos and his girlfriend in the parking lot, blocking the exits to the complex, ordering them out of the car at gunpoint. Rifles drawn, everything. As police closed in on Ramos, an update to the call indicated that the male subject had a gun. Video well, recorded uh, well, by the neighbors show Ramos. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, there, there, there is video of this whole ordeal. This whole ordeal. They, they're Where? releasing to the public. It's out there on YouTube. Yeah. Did it say what part of Austin? South Austin, I think. I think, I, think I think it's at South Central. Oof. I'd have to because I may have an idea of what, what complex. It's definitely in Travis <laughs> County. Definitely was in Travis shows, County. Uh, the video shows it from pretty much two to the police body cams, but video recorded by the neighbor shows Ramos standing at the driver's side door, which you also see in the in the video, with his hands up shouting that he was unarmed before an officer fires a less lethal munition striking Ramos on his left side. You also see this in the video. Ramos then gets back into the car, pulls out of the parking spot as an officer fires rounds at the vehicle as the car makes it to the car makes its way to the already blocked exit. Weeks after his death, police confirmed that he did not have a gun. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, when you watch watching that video, video made me so upset when you watched the video <laughs> like initially like whenever they were about to go check out what was happening like the eight officers one I think eight officers is except, ex- excessive whenever you can oh, just have like a one on one with somebody and yeah that's excessive two two I mean, whenever they were talking about like their plan or whatever, coming up with a plan, why the hell was the first thing you guys are going to come out with fucking rifles? Like anybody's going to feel threatened and scared and not be subjected to listen to what the fuck you're saying because you got freaking gun, multiple guns on them and they're just one person. They can't necessarily defend themselves, especially without getting charged, without the fear of getting charged for life for assaulting a police officer, even if it was one on one. But y'all just immediately just boom, get up. The get whole out your way car they with your hands up, or I'm gonna shoot you. That's what it comes off like. The, the whole situation was so humiliating. Like watching it, there was like there was no resolve. Like they weren't trying to come to any resolve. Like they kept asking him, like, "Oh, put your hands up, walk towards us, or do what turn I it say. in a circle, do what I do it. You have to do it and listen to everything I say." Like it wasn't about coming to any type of solution, and that's where I feel like the whole problem was. Like, okay, what was your intention in the first place? And then so they moved in on him with the intent of harming him. And then y'all didn't even tell him what the fuck he was being arrested for. That part. 
And isn't that like that part, part of protocol? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to tell them what they're being arrested for. What's the what's the issue? That's slippery. Or at least address the issue. Before you do have to. Legally you do have to tell can't. someone while they're right. Right. Nah, legally a cop can't lie to you. He doesn't have to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. So you don't. Okay, but they also mm-hmm. wouldn't tell him. They'll tell anything. you after maybe. He, this like after this man is detained. this man. Is, this man was confused, scared shitless, and I'm pretty sure he already knew that some shit was going to happen. Now, the officer who fired the shot, I mean, obviously in the video, you do not see a gun, even from like the little corner of what you can see of where he was standing and everything. You did not see a gun. This man did not have a gun on him. He did not reach for anything. Like he didn't do anything. He literally had his hands up the whole time. Were those rubber bullets that they shot at him when he got back in the car? No, they what were. What did they? What did they? Not less. A less lethal shot was the first shot. After the first shot, he got shot before he got back in the car. Yeah. He decided to get in the car after he first got shot. Which, right. I mean, Understandable. Any other? I mean. <laughs> What are you going to do? I mean, are you going to try to run? What? I mean, if I that part, like, if you're sitting here and they weren't listening to anything he said, like, he kept saying, like, I'm scared. Y'all won't, I don't have a gun. His arms were clearly up. Y'all could have literally, if you wanted to arrest him or put handcuffs on him or whatever, Approach moved him. in on him while he had his hands up and, and put him in handcuffs and then told him and whatever. They have freaking But the tasers. whole situation was crazy. They have freaking tasers. If he was even going to, if, if even if he was a threat to them, it still didn't justify them automatically putting out, pulling out a gun. Like you have fucking tasers. You have other weapons. This man is, doesn't have any weapons on him. He's unarmed. He has no gun. He's not crazy. He does, he wasn't a threat, definitely. And even if he was, you had other means, and you guys you know, are trained you know, on this you know shit. What, you know what this beforehand. reminds me of? You know what this reminds me of? The uh, like, the the Rashad Brooks case uh, yeah. situation. Oh, yeah. This will that's this is what what it reminds me of. As and you know what else it reminds me of? It reminds me of that George Floyd situation. You remember that one? You remember that one too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can't forget. Yeah, we can't forget about those. You know, you know what else it reminds me of? Um, it reminds me of like how extreme like shit could have could have went, or like shit used to be. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Emmett Till, but yeah, um, definitely have. But yeah, so so yeah, um. Let, let's figure this shit out. Y'all, what is <laughs> the resolve? Like, let's what? figure this shit out. And you know what? I hate sitting here saying, like, what is the resolve? Because I know that it's not <laughs> something that we created in the first place. So it's like, it shouldn't even be on us to try to, like, decode it and figure out how to move forward. But, like, what's the resolve? Because <laughs> right. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm exhausted. Like, you can only... We we put the we've gone so far to even give people the information, the resources, and that's not even our job anymore. So it's just like what 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 more? What can you do? It's It's just abuse of power. What more? What more? At this point, it's just people being selfish and wanting to hold on to their privilege. That's it. Yeah. People turning a blind eye and making it seem like it's not as bad as it is because that is all they can hold on to. 
it's insane to me. It's abuse of power. <laughs> and yeah. insane. It's yeah. August of 2020, and we're still having the same conversations. Like, I'm lost. Like, what's not registering? Like, why? What? What's so? What's so wrong about wanting to seek the information? At least wanting to know what's around you. I mean, because people are comfortable. Too comfortable. Yeah. White people, especially, they're very comfortable. They're comfortable in their privilege, in the way they live their their lives now. They don't want that change because it would affect them drastically. But that shows you what's more important mm. to them. Mm. These are facts. The craziest, one of the crazy things about this story. This what's has up? been mm-hmm. pretty much a, a month, damn near a month. To the day of before George Floyd died, this happened before George Floyd. Wait, y'all, I always notice like it happened. Eight I know, before. I know, I know that there are a lot of um, killings and murders of our sisters and brothers that we don't even hear about on the mm-hmm. news and the media. But it's do you guys notice how like <laughs> there's always a spike? Like when it comes to media attention, like there's always like a spike and then it goes away and then it comes back and then it goes away. And I'm, and I'm just kind of like, hmm, what is that about? Like, and I'm glad you yeah. mentioned I'm, that, Jalen, because that just so happens to be the topic of discussion for today. So, wow, let's go ahead and move into it. So more depressing. Like Jaylen, news. It's not depressing. We're just going to, you know. Bring some be light real. on the real. Be real. We're bringing love and light. Right. Bringing love, life, and realness. Now, uh, do y'all... F- okay, quick question. Do y'all feel that the Black Lives Matter movement amongst, like, the support and everything is consistent? I mean, yeah. Yeah. The movement I mean, being it's consistent? Not it's not a movement. I'm talking about, like, the support. The support behind it. Like, you know, especially on social media and everything. What do you do you think it's been Go consistent? Ahead, uh, I think I, I would say I would say it's died down. Um it's died down a lot lately. I mean, especially with uh, the whole writing, but I think it's because people have started to take the whole COVID nineteen uh uh COVID nineteen mm-hmm. seriously. So um but like we've also figured out ways to uh protest differently. Uh, because mm-hmm. we noticed that, you know, the police want to they're they obviously don't care. So, I mean, we we protest all we can. I mean, in my opinion, I can only speak for myself, but I mean, we've been protesting for, for hundreds of years. We've been praying for 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 forever. I mean, it's at a point where we need to take action into our own our own hands. But you know, that's just me, though. And I am a pretty radical speaker, so I will hold my tongue on on certain topics. So but I'll let you go on it. I mean, despite despite like the whole COVID-19 situation, I just feel like we see that like how we said before, this shit happens right. all the time, all the time. And it's pretty it's probably happening right now, but we'll just probably never hear about it. Because we're more so focused on like the bigger stories, like 
and it's mostly surrounding like police officers but like there's shit happening like people are still getting lynched people are getting harassed and beaten wherever they go um and it's not even just black people it's people of color as a whole and you know it's not as talked about right it's not talked about as much anymore like it'll like you know how we have one situation like george floyd okay that happened and you know that was that was a widespread situation but however we had all these things happen previously brown and taylor ahmaud arbery like a lot of little it wasn't little because these are big things these are people's Mm. lives at stake but we had these things happen before that and some of them like a lot of them were even more gruesome than what happened to george floyd not saying that anybody was less like they they pretty much all lost their lives due to this and you know it's like we protest for one person behind one person but it's for a bigger cause However, we use that one person's story as a way, like pretty much as a means to like justify, like, you know, people jumping on it, like jumping on it and starting to get on it. And then like a couple of months down the line, like we still haven't heard anything about his killers being charged. We just know, well, we know they're being charged, but we haven't like there's not like a actual verdict that has been put out yet saying what their sentence is or what's going to happen to them. We know they've been arrested, but we're still, we're still worried about Breonna Taylor getting arrested. We're still worried about Ahmaud Arbery. I mean, we know they've been arrested, but they might be able to post bond. And that's what a lot of people. Yeah. All right. Paying attention to like, it's like people pay attention to one situation but not all the situations It's like, it's like a whole multitude. There's like probably over about 200 people who have died from uh, hate crimes or police violence that were people of color in this past year. And we're only, we're not even fully through the year yet, but this happens every year. And we'd only talk about like a couple of cases and then it just dies down and people go back to doing whatever the fuck they were doing before. You know why I think it's so inconsistent though? I think because we're making them, mis- not us uh, specifically, but we're making the mistake of looking at it as a movement as if it's not our daily lives. Like with certain things that people- I feel like that's everybody. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's everybody. Like even people who are supporting the movement that aren't black, right. or aren't Hispanic. right. It's just everybody. Exactly. Because I feel like that's what always happens with something that kind of like comes in like a trend. Like it'll come in and everyone's like, oh, let me hop on this right now because this is what's being talked yeah, about you know the most what? right now. Yeah. But when it's not when it's not so focused on, yeah, when it's not so focused on, it's kind of like, okay, well, we're back to normal because people see it as movements. They see it as like periods of time. But this is something that we've been living. Our, it's our life. We live this all the time. That was like that. And and like before he would leave, he would be like, oh, and, and this and, and this roommate was not, you know, was was not a person of color. Um, and this person, you know, and he, he would leave and he would be like, oh, I'm going to the protest. And, you know, me and my lady would be like, OK, <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> every time, just every time, right. before, I'm going to the protest. Hey, hey, okay, guys, I'm going to the protest. Hey, do you guys need anything before I, you know, I'm going to the protest? I'm like, okay, 
all right. You know what I'm saying? But and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just like, yo, like, I okay, we get it. All right, you going to the protest? I really, but like, this ain't right. the type of I really came with when we first met you, though. And that's the thing why I tell you guys that I just am someone who doesn't necessarily always believe in allyship because sometimes I just feel like it's performance. Mm-hmm. Because for him to be like, oh, no shade mm-hmm. to him. Sorry if you're listening. But for him to constantly... ties with this person. I don't care. No, go right. Ahead. Go ahead. Um, for him to constantly be saying like, oh, I'm, I'm going to the protest. I'm going to the protest to participate in this. It's like, okay. That's great. But besides that, what else are you doing to make effective changes behind the scenes or even in the forefront outside of just walking and protesting? Right. It's, instead of doing the same thing that everybody else that looks like you is just doing just to show their face, but there's no action behind it. There's no actual change exactly. being happening. Like, exactly. I just, I, I just... Like twerking in front of the police and shit like that. And I'm just like... Well, okay, what did that? What did that do? What did that do? Okay, you know, you might as well right. go back home, go quarantine, right. go create your OnlyFans account, like these, like these, like you know, some of these people do, and you know. <laughs> and then there's privilege even within. There's privilege even within. No, but it's, there's privilege even within the protesting because, like you were saying, there are people that are out there, right. There are people that are out there, you right, that maybe like twerking in front of the police, especially white people that feel more comfortable doing things like that. But if it had come to us, we, we, you already yeah, know how that would have gone us, down. You, know. <laughs> you already know how that would have gone down. And I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one when I say this. I hope y'all can agree. But I've met people would be like oh you know i'm down with the cause you know i respect your people i respect your culture and blah 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 blah. you know i'm cool with you you know you are who you are i don't see color you know you know you a beautiful black goddess or you a beautiful it, black it, it, man it, it, those, those i don't see color people, people you know, i can't and then it'll be but, those people and it'll but, be like oh i got like 14 percent black or i'm like five percent black or some shit like that uh, or or well, I, I voted, voted for, for Obama. Obama. I voted for Obama what? twice. But what does that mean? <laughs> but what does that even those mean? Same people turn around, but it's like those same people turn around and they'll say some shit Facts. behind your no, back. No, like real right. talk. But though. you know, it's all the same. It's no, all the same thing. It's the same face. Like fuck that. Like no, fuck being comfortable with that. Like we cannot let people get comfortable with that shit, and we cannot associate with people who think they're comfortable with that. Like thinking that they're one of us, thinking that they can claim themselves as, uh, excuse me for saying this, but claiming themselves as a nigga. But you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like we need to you in the words of a good brother I heard earlier today, you will get checked like you will get checked. (laughs) So let's be clear, like we need to be on that. We need to be on that page uh, starting now, (laughs) starting yesterday. <laughs> like we said, right. we need to be. But even even to follow right, even to follow up on what Chasen was saying, like people that do that when they're like, oh, I have this percentage of black in me, or whatever the case they want to say, whatever they're trying to say. But it just shows that like there's a privilege there, but like passing, like you're choosing <laughs> when it benefits you when you want to exactly. be black. But 
when it's really time, you're not really about exactly. it. You know, like, you ain't really in the, you ain't really out here with us. Like, you're not really, you, 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 you didn't, right. you, didn't, you, your parents weren't, your parents were born, you, your parents were in the hospital with insurance when you were born. You know what I'm saying? Like, you better get the hell up out our face. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Our parents are still, you know, out here paying medical insurance for us. You know what I'm saying? Get the f- man, get the fuck out of here, bro. We weren't on. The, we weren't. We weren't born on the hey, same Kim, level. We, we were never born on the same level. And I'm and I need. Keep I need it short, cause yeah. Hey, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. So I, I'm gonna just keep it short, cause I mean, you know, I don't want to seem repetitive or repeat the same shit. But the way I look at people, um, pretty much like hopping on a bandwagon. It's like. It's like posting that you go into the gym and not doing any work, not lifting the weight, not doing <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's, that's literally what it is. Right. You made the effort to get there. You made the effort to get there. It's like posting posting that you're at the gym and not doing shit. If you're not doing it for social media, Yo. you're doing it just whenever you're asked. It's like going to the gym and not doing shit. Like, you know what? You know what? Go, you, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. How do you feel? When I ask you, how do you feel about, you know, what's going on in the world or like what's going on with, you know, colored people specifically, not just black, um, just colored people, anybody who's not white, duh. When I ask you, don't give me the response, fuck the police, bro. Fuck the police is a song. <laughs> that song was trendy at some point. This this shit is not this shit is not a trend. This is real life. And then it's like it's it's not just the police. That are doing if you're saying this. fuck the police, you're not even you don't know what the real that issue part, is. Yeah. That's, for, the police is yeah, that's not the real, the real issue. issue. They're, they're not the part of the issue. Not the real issue. And, and you know what? And I feel like that's what people think that that's what the Black Lives Matter protest is for to rebel against police. And that's not exactly that's not exactly what we're there for or what. The, the real people who know what the message is, is there for, you know, we are there to make change in the world, period. <laughs> we are trying to make shit right from a human nature standpoint, period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we need to address awareness. Look, I, we understand we are not on the same playing field right now, but let's break up. You know, you got yours. Give us hours that we're owed. And let's keep it moving. <laughs> and that's it how it is. Like it's black and that's lives how it matter, is. Like whenever it has something to do with a cop, that's all it seems like. It's only Black Lives Matter if a cop did some goofy ass shit. Yeah, exactly. well, it depends. Because Trayvon, Trayvon yeah. Martin, he or Karen, right? Trayvon Martin wasn't killed by a cop, and he was just, one of the people that was I at the forefront. Mean, yeah, he was a wannabe cop. Wannabe cop. Now, like going to like adding on to what Cameron was saying, you know, we, I'm pretty sure we have friends who, you know, are pretty much like what we've been saying this whole time as far as support and everything or like people we've met. But I just my thing is, it's like it's not that I don't think that you don't care. I just want to know that me like you call me your friend, you call me your acquaintance, your coworker you know, somebody you are associated with. If something mm-hmm. happens to me while you're there, or if somebody is mm-hmm. trying to attack me while you're there, I need to know that Facts. you're going to have my back. Exactly. Facts. It's like, what are you? I don't know why. I don't despite, know why like, we despite got you saying, effects, but right, Despite yeah. you saying that you support it, 
despite that you saying that you support it and that you support me and that it's like well how are you so right okay if some man if some man comes up and disrespects me that is calling me a black bitch or you know that's that's or saying the n-word or pretty much disrespecting me and threatening me I need to know because I've had that happen to me before while I was at work and my bosses didn't give a shit. Right. I had to still do my job at the end of the day. I wasn't being defended. I had to get myself out of that situation. But I just wish that I had that support, even though you're saying that you like you support me and that you're here right. for me. Because then it, it makes you whatever you need. Exactly. That, it like, makes you question not, like cops, it so. makes you question what that support looks like, like what that looks like for them. Because to me, support is outlook. I love you enough and I care about your life enough to sacrifice my privilege to sacrifice. You know, what I'm saying whatever is immoral in order to make sure that we're all equal, that we're all on the same playing field, that we all have equal like opportunity and respect and everything else. But I feel like sometimes people are just like, oh, I stand with you. Or like, <laughs> I support you or like I'm your ally just to kind of say something to where you're not side-eyed. To, right. To make it but to like not to not have to put in that yeah. effort in that work and that sacrifice that comes with that. Right. You can't be in real life on social media and not be my ally, ally in real life. You have to, be, if you're going to post it on social media that you're in allyship right. with the cause and with the movement then you need to exactly. back up what you the say. Same way that now, let's be clear. Yeah. Now, let's be clear. We're not looking for a savior. No. We're not looking for a it's savior. It's not even, no. no it's not, not even about Cause that. Because, like, no, I feel like, because I feel like, I feel like there are certain people that, that have that mentality, like, okay, maybe if I do this, I'll change his life. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, fuck that. You need to be out here for no, everybody. No. You need to be out here for the front front doing it for everybody. You need to have that human nature standpoint. Like, yo, this is right. This is what's right then, for the people. Right. And then it's like, you know, it's not just that one black friend. It's not just that one Latin friend. It's not that just that one Asian friend. It's a whole group of people that are within mm-hmm. the same communities as these people that you call your friend. That and I mean, that, you can't just protect me. Like, and that's the thing. It's like, have my back. right? It's, it's like, do you have my back, back because you actually just support what I'm me. going through, or is it just because I'm in your life and I'm considered your friend? Because if it was another black person or someone else, and I'm what benefits you, right? Exactly, what benefits you, and I get you in. I get you in with a certain right, power. or I can right. what I can do for you, what I can provide for you. Is that why you care about my life, or is it authentic because you see me as your equal? Because I feel like some people come in, especially people that claim to be allies, they come in with the whole the white savior type of attitude, like without even realizing it. And and that's how I feel too, bro. Without even realizing it. Like, I, yeah, and like, yeah, Cam, what do you think? think? It's like, I'll go on on and on. He thinking. I spoke on mine. (laughs) I spoke on mine. I mean, I just, I, I, Feel the same as like what? I mean, you have a you you have a lot of friends who are of different races. I mean, I only really know black I people I because, like, I mean, I literally I go to a, I go to a HBCU, so I'm not really I'm around people of different races, but I'm more so around well, black people. Well, I guess to basis. summarize it up, I mean, all I really. And I guess it's me expecting too much. I mean, I guess you really shouldn't expect people you don't. 
don't expect people to do shit to be a hero. But I would expect people to do what I would do. If, you know, if some shit was going down, um, say I get jumped by just, just for shits, uh, a white group, and I have some Mexican friends or some Latino friends, and then there's, you know, whoever else, and it's just one of y'all. It's just me and you versus six other mm-hmm. niggas. Even though that there's far more people than us, I expect you to get your ass beat with me too. Right. Don't run. Because I would do the same thing. It don't even matter. I'm not going to run from it. Because, you know, God forbid one of us end up dead in this situation and all the other person did was run. And and it was too late. That's all. I mean, it's... I just need... We just need support. We just need support. That's all. Yeah, we need the support, support. And like, and like, well, and we say all this, and like, we don't mean to disrespect any any culture, any race out there. We just want to spread, make sure that you know you guys uh, gain some understanding on how to approach us because we uh, we're pretty sensitive because we're we're pretty we're pretty scarred. I mean, four hundred plus years of torture and and you know redlining and and a bunch of different oppressions that I can even I can't even fathom to name at this point like you gotta understand like we're pretty scarred and like we have a younger generation that's starting to open their eyes up and like realizing like damn I'm really in a world that's pretty fucked up you know mm-hmm. and for us as like and for like the old heads and and for us as the up and comers and stuff like that the young adults and stuff like that it's on us to set an example and educate ourselves mm-hmm. um it's on the older on the on the higher up those who you know in high places and higher authority positions is on them to create a uh, a system that works for everyone to where we implement stuff for every community and that I mean, you, I I mean, you, then again, you can't make any, you can't make everyone happy, but we can at least try. And you know, you know what I think the problem? Because I I sometimes wonder, I'm like, oh my god, we're sitting here preaching to these people about how they should be, how they should act, how they should change, and I've just come to realize that like we as a people, we have code, like we have moral code. And that's just something that's embedded in us. It's been within our people, you know what I'm saying? For centuries, for our lifetime, you know what I'm saying? But people don't have the same code as us. And I, I don't know if it's because they've had yeah. access to, to having a privileged life. They have never had to like work with any type of code. But you would think as a human being, like, code is code. Like, I'm not going to let something happen to you. You're yeah. my equal. We're both human beings. There is no code. Right. And that's the that's the problem. Right. There's so many labels that are attached to everything. What you look like, what your race is. You know what I'm saying? That put these basically these dividers between us when in reality it doesn't really exist. Right. No, I'm with that 100%. Crazy. And you know how last episode we were talking about like respect like within our people how can go a long way. If I I'm gonna just say this. If black, white, any race at all, if you say you support me and you respect me, you need to respect exactly. everybody. And you, gotta, and you gotta respect yeah, and you gotta respect what I'm and what we about and what we about. 
I mean, because like, because I feel like black is being black is also a mentality. So if like if you respect me, that means you respect my mentality, and and if you respect my mentality, you gotta respect my people. Mm-hmm. But people can't. And that's just off top. They can't respect your mentality. I'm a right. First, I'm a yeah. I'm a people first before we're friends. Yeah, but somebody they can't born, respect your mentality if they're not willing to even see from your perspective or to see from your view, or even if they can't literally physically step into your shoes because we know like we can't take our skin color off. Somebody could pretend to be black for a day exactly. or whatever the case may be, but at the end of the day, they can take that shit off and it's fine. You know, unless right. I mean, unless and even bleach, even then, even then, my blackness is something that I'm, I'm proud of. Me being black is something that I'm proud of. And, you know, a lot right. of people aren't going to yeah. be able to respect it, which I'm okay with that. Because that's just unfortunately our reality. Not everybody's going to respect our skin to- mm-hmm. color, respect us because of the color of our skin. Which is very strange so, and unfortunate. Like, like <laughs> when you really think about this, mm-hmm. over skin. And like culture and like yeah. over difference, like things that we're born with, we can't change who we are. It's, yeah. it, it's just it's wow. Wow. I'm really just uh taken appalled. But you know. Hey, and then like we said before, like it's all tiring of having to explain to somebody why we mm-hmm. should be treated equally. When in reality, we all die. Well, we're all born. We all come out of a woman. We come into this world. We live in this world. We attend school. We learn relatively the same shit, even though a lot of the shit, a lot of the shit that we should be learning is not included. But we learn all learn relatively the same generic shit, bullshit throughout school. We all have to after school. We attend school for like over 13, 15 years of our lives. If you want to include college, learning BS, learning BS, learning you bullshit, but learning pretty much learning bullshit, spend 13 years of our lives off the bat in school, another four years in college if you choose to. But after we're done with school, guess what? We're thrown out into the world to work. And then we have families. If we are able to, and then we all mm-hmm. die. Mm-hmm. And it's when we true. die, we all have a heart. Is that is that how you view is that how you view our bodies and we is all bleed the life? same color? You just unfortunately that's you the know what's sad about now now is what we make out of our lives, like our purpose and what we do with our lives, then yeah, that makes it worthwhile. But- but at the end of the day, for everybody, it's going to be the same thing. That's so crazy to me because even that in itself is conditioning. Like, why is that the standard to where we have to go to school for 13 years, go to college? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it's like everything is kind of mapped out for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just... I, I just... I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm very, I'm very. It just baffles me. Like throughout all of this, throughout all of this, if you say that we're all human and we all bleed the same color, 
then what is the issue with why I have to explain why I should be equal to you? Why do I have to spend most of my life? Do you do you feel like walking around fearing for my life by people who don't look like me, who just hate me for no fucking reason? Do you feel like people, white people, do you feel like the oppressor does not understand that they genuinely don't understand or do you feel it's more it's so ignorance. okay it's just exactly ignorance. it's a choice because i'm like at this point with all the information that is available at your fingertips we have phones now that we carry around with internet on and them. if you want to like if you really want to learn a lot of people say i'm going based on statistics a lot of people are saying i'm going based on but statistics. look at where those statistics are coming from right say. what <laughs> what are numbers gonna say what are numbers gonna determine you know what it's so it's so crazy because my friend the other day we were having a conversation and we were talking about like our school i think we talked about this a little bit in the last podcast just briefly but we were talking about like our school experiences and she was saying how like as a black girl just being black like she always felt that she was just dumber than like white kids um just for example like the iq Mm -hmm. test like how a lot of us, whatever, may not pass the IQ test, but look at what's on it in the standard. So she was telling me this other test, basically, that they created for Black students, like Black youth. It's I think it's called the bitch test, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my but it goodness. was right. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh it's an acronym, y'all. I'm going to find... It's, an ac- it's just an acronym. I'm going to find out what it actually stands for. But I think it's the Black intelligence. Something, something, something. Either way, it adds up to the word... <laughs> no, 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 It's just the name of the, the acronyms added to that. But basically, it basically asks our youth questions that we would know the answers to, of course. Um, the same with the IQ test is questions that white people or people of privilege would know the answers to. And we pass, obviously, with flying colors. So then it makes you think, okay, well, what is the standard for education and what it looks like? Mm. Because there's this narrative that we're actually, you know what I'm saying, that we're dumber or we learned at slower rates because of our schools or the case. But no, it's what we're learning. It's the information that we're taking in. Because guess who makes the school curriculums? Not us, obviously. But you see how easily they push an agenda to say, you know what I'm saying, that we're at a disadvantage or that we're... But it's no, because that information that you're trying to teach us, one, is not our history. It's not our information. It's not what we're trying to be receptive to, right? Or like what Joe Biden decided he wanted to say in one of the presidential debates that black parents don't know how to teach their kids. And that pretty much, pretty much that's the synopsis of what he said. Black parents don't know how to teach their kids. And the only way that they can be able to teach their kids and expand their vocabulary or whatever is by turning on the record player. No, because you're teaching, because our black parents went through the same school system. Don't nobody use record players. Right, because no, because our black parents went through the same school system that you're putting us through, that you're teaching them BS and they forget everything because it's not even that relevant. And then they try to teach us the exact same thing when they're in twenties, thirties, forties. Doesn't work because it's not relevant. <laughs> the most, the most upsetting thing about it is, is that we spend majority of our lives learning about yes. bullshit. What the fuck is the Pythagorean theorem gonna help me about in paying taxes? Please explain. Please explain. <laughs> or buying a house. Please, or at least, or please make it make sense. Buying a car. Please make it or make sense. Triangles. Because I shit. need to know. Like. I need to know. I'm sorry. What do what do I need to know about quadrilateral? I'm saying like if it's not if it like I feel like if what's that shit or trigonometry? What do I need? And my whole thing is like if that's something that you want to learn on your own, you know what I'm saying, just out of sheer like curiosity, I completely get it because it's knowledge, it's learning. But for that to be forced, what what 
what? (laughs) How to to handle a job interview or how to apply to college or how to, you know, pretty much take care of a family. How to pay taxes. We literally have to life skills. We literally, literally, it's all a waste of literally. time. Like you just wasting my it's time. It's a distraction. Because this shit is not gonna help me in the future. It's not gonna help me in the future. It's a distraction from the things that are actually relevant and that actually are important matter, and not to just one select group of people. Or like, how do I build generational wealth? That part. For my girl, family. you know they're not gonna teach us that. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to teach us. I don't even know, know why you said that. Everybody. You know they're not gonna teach us that. Yes. So have you What's ever up? had a job? Um, what does it call it? A job application ask you what the circumference of a scaling triangle is? No, I have not. <laughs> Actually, I'm lying. Chick Fil A. They definitely asked me and gave me a whole SAT test when I applied years ago. Wait, pause, Cameron. Cameron. What? Tell, they did not ask you that. They did not ask you that. Girl, I, Please tell I me promise they, they probably that. do. Who did you, where did you apply? Where was this? Y'all didn't pay attention to what I said, did y'all? I need you to, I need you to go ahead and run that back. I said, have you? Oh, I got it. Oh my God. Can we shut up? Wait, what? Shut up. He said, what is the circumference of a scaling triangle? Good night. <laughs> and we really sitting here pressed. <laughs> Press, you hear me? Wait, are you just trolling? Or like, he is, he is just trolling. Like, that was a question asked you. You know what? But no, y'all, for real. I swear, I swear. When I applied to Chick Fil A like three years ago, when I was like first going into college, they literally gave me a whole SAT test. I kid you not. Goodness. I can't. I'm not even playing. I don't know if it's still the same anymore. Yes, Chick Fil A. You hear me? <laughs> they were asking questions. I said, "Hold Chick-fil-A. on, this is I'm just I'm just handing out food." They shouldn't even uh-huh. have seven questions on the test because they can't even be open for seven days in they... a fucking week. Chick Fil A. Hello. Damn. Hello. Chick Fil A. And they're racist, y'all. They're racist, and we're gonna leave it at that. Oh. <laughs> Chase with the oh, vocals. Shit. Nah. I take my lyric. The food even it tastes racist now. Actually, you know what? I own those. I own those notes. So if you know, if the if the chick of lay wants to um own those, you know they're gonna have to run some. Yeah. Beat your boy. What what did you say? My background. You ain't hear my background vocals. I don't know why you was going on your rant. What? Why you was getting your shit off? No. You know my my vocals together for you. I was doing. Oh, I okay. You, I threw in my ad lib. <laughs> <laughs> Not the ad lib. That's my ad lib. They gonna watch. They finna start be the new miles. You know what? Girl, you good know night. what? You know what? <laughs> good the new, night. The new. The, the, the new now. Wait, the cap wait. Now I'm sorry. This is gonna be. Uh, this is gonna be like the fourth time they came back. I'm fucking senseless behavior. Fuck the fourth girl, like the fourth time they came back, because they keep coming back with different people each time, and I'm like, look, I can't keep up. Y'all doing a lot for me. I ain't gonna say too much about them squares. Chick Fil A. My bad. Oh, my bad. Did I, did I did I break your concentration? 
See, I was, see, I was gonna. I mean, what are you like a like an alto soprano? Put this one out, my Duffy, but see what it is. Like an alto soprano. All right. Well, are there any final thoughts that anybody would like to add to Has the conversation? Has anybody played Ghost of Tsushima? Go what? He cannot. No, he I'm cannot be serious. Go. All right. That fucking so... game, dude. Come on. <laughs> Don't give them no free promo if they're not paying you. <laughs> they they gonna pay me after this. Period. That, that fucking game. Right. Shit. That'll solve the world problems. Oh my gosh! Anyways, because that game is a lot of violence. I've 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 watched you play that game. For that hours, game is a lot of violence. In hours, in hours, for hours, you play it all and day. Then, and there's nothing wrong with that. All there's nothing wrong day. with that. <laughs> I ain't saying there's nothing. Girl, we're wrong in the we're in the quarantine time. He'll play it into the next day. Hey, I remember it into days. the next day. I remember and then into days, the next so. day after that. <laughs> I used to do that. Answer a question for me, like maybe because I'm just I'm just a girl and I don't know. But what is so fascinating about like video games? Like I like I I enjoy it, but like to sit there and play it all the time, just, I just I just, I just all right, go for it, Cam. I, I just I'm gonna let Cam get his shit off. I'm gonna let Cam get his shit off. I just I don't know. So, what is your hobby? What do you like to do? I like doing a lot of stuff. That is, I mean, obviously it doesn't include video games, but see, you trying to ask my hobbies? See, I'm just trying to get an answer to my question. Yo, you like to? Mm. Do you talk to? Do you have a lot Cooking of friends? With Greece. Do, you have a, do you have? Do you have at least two I have friends? A, I have a. I do have at least two friends. She got okay. two well. friends. Don't try to play me. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> Why do you say wait? Why do you say at least two friends? Not, not only does the game bring he was trying to shake me, but it's okay. Go ahead. The game brings us together. I don't think you understand. It brings people together from Bring, all wow. bringing us together. Wow. I tell you. But y'all be cussing each other. Y'all be cussing each other out. Yeah, you talking about the Call of Duty? So is it really? You talking about vocals. the Call of Duty in two K? Yeah, that shit is toxic as fuck. Okay, but it's very toxic. <laughs> that shit is different. You going? He's sitting here. We bring people they together from all walks of life. I said y'all be sitting there cussing them out, but all right. Be just trying to jump off a building after that shit, but no, really though. Now, Def Jam fight for New York was that? That was it. Was that for me? Def Jam fight for New York was that for me? Def Jam Five for New York they was need to bring shit. that back. I don't care what nobody said. They didn't bring shit. that back. They didn't bring it back. I don't care. I swear. I don't Matter care. Matter. Bring it you back. know what? It what could just. Culture? But honestly, it could just be. I mean, it could just be because I'm just not used to playing video games. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm like. Hmm, see, I, but see. I get it. You see, Jalen and I, Jalen, I said the same thing, but Cameron put it into perspective for me. Okay. One, I know that there's worse shit that he could be doing. You're so, so right. I don't really care if he's on the game. He says black but, men off the streets. And, you know, like a lot of females won't understand that. A lot of females won't understand that. Like, they'll be like telling their boyfriends to get off the game or, you know, or unplug their game or fuck with their throw their playstations into a pool I've never understood that part but yeah I think I think that's excessive that is excessive because you're wasting you're wasting my money I would just I would just tell I would just tell Cam you know like if you're gonna be on the game all day just take a break here and there right you know but he put it into perspective that you know you know I'm pretty sure we all can agree that life is stressful it is and you know people 
I mean, even girls play video games, but you know, people use video games as a like, stress reliever. You know, it's it's like it trans it gives them the opportunity to be in like a different world for a moment. Got you. Very true. Understandable. You know, which is why it becomes addicting. So I get it. Oh, interesting. I ain't complaining. <laughs> it's just therapeutic, y'all. Interesting. It's just therapeutic. I hear you. Some people like. Just a question. I was just curious. Some I like, understand. Like some people meditate. <laughs> Some people play video games. Some, some people, people talk about like it. Some people do I music. Games, I, I mean, I, I don't play games all Got day, you. but I could. All day, but yeah. <laughs> I could. Some people talk about it. I could play games all day. Just, it is what it is. It helps, guys. I feel like I if everybody had a video. Yeah, no, let me stop because then they're going to start pulling up the home. Well, that's mm-hmm, why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going there. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. No, I don't even know. They it. try to blame. They try to blame games for why things in the world happen do that. and why people are the way they are. Yeah, not that is well, Yeah, wait. I won't even get into that. Yeah, I but, mean, who tries to blame games? It's, it's therapeutic, guys. It's, I mean, okay, I can see. It's I can see like the violence. Yes. No. No. Nah, I don't even see the violence. I don't even see the violence. I don't even see the violence. It's just. I mean, it's but when you, it's hard to say that because violence is literally everywhere in our culture across the world. So. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, I could see that, but when everybody else is, I guess, pushing violence. Does it really show up as a problem? I don't know. I'm gonna mm-hmm. use a fruit as a as an example. I don't have. There's a difference. I don't have to, you, I don't have to look at a wall at a I'm YouTube video to know how to cut an apple. Do, do y'all? I'm just using the fruit. Wait, I'm not, what? I don't know. I don't okay. Have to look at a YouTube video <laughs> to know how to cut an apple. <laughs> where did you Where did you get that example from? I don't know. I just pulled that one out the doof. <laughs> Okay. I think what no, he I think what I'm he's saying, saying is which was the example I'm gonna give. No, 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 no. Let him clear what he's saying. I'm curious. That's, 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 okay, fine. Yeah. Let him go ahead. That's all I'm saying. It's not I, I don't want to look too deep into it. You know, it's just you don't have to look you don't, okay. you don't have to look at the video how to cut you're, it. You're I you're I get what you I get what you you're just saying that you wouldn't have to people make their choices the way they do, they learn how they do a video game would determine whether or not they're gonna be violent or not. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know. Basically, got you. I got you. That was a terrible example. It's okay. We got to a resolution. <laughs> we got to where we was trying to be at. At least y'all understand. And I can understand exactly. But uh, all right, y'all. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, even though it was really depressing. <laughs> Unfortunately, I blame Cam. I blame. But, I actually blame you know, Cam for bringing up all the all the bad news, all the sad news. Nah, nah, yeah. no people. The hey, people, okay, yeah. are, the people need to. Know. Yeah, no, seriously, the Don't people need to know. Because to be honest, I before today, I didn't, I didn't that know what happened in Austin. Took over. In the nine nine two thousand, y'all never gonna let <laughs> him live. Everything that's happened this year is his yay, fault. Yay! <laughs> Everything. That okay, happened. but y'all, did they actually? 
Did they actually take over in 99, 2000? Or were they like, was that like their goal? Like they're like, but it was a statement. Jalen, it was a statement. It was just a song. It was just in the song. It is in the song. It is in the song. But was it like, we're going to take over for 99 to 2000? Or they actually was really like running shit. If I put out a song and I said, we're going to insert back that ass up right here. That's what I'm saying. Like, did they actually blackout podcast taking over for 2020, 2021? Because we're gonna be in the house next year as well, and probably 2022. Years following, and that is okay. Following, we've been in the house. <laughs> Party over here. Everybody wash your ass. Party over there. Okay. I would hope. No, okay. That's not how we're going to end it. We're going to answer. You know, we're going to bring some life to this episode. And since Cash Money Records taking over the 990 2000s, we're inserting back that ass up right here as our outro. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode and got something valuable out of it. And yeah, we look forward to seeing you guys next Friday for another episode. So say bye, everyone, to our audience. Bye. See you later. Did he whisper? <laughs> Is he serious? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> all right. All right. Peace, everybody. Peace, love, and happiness to you all.